Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. We've finally made it to June, guys. And uh, it feels really nice here in Chicago. I, I got to tell you, the weather is just absolutely delightful. It's really good afternoon napping weather, I got to tell you. I'm a little bit tired. I was getting ready for the live stream, and I was thinking, you know what? This is perfect weather for a nap, but... It's also time for happy hour, so very excited for that. Today I'm going to be trying something new. I haven't tried it before. It's called Sparkling Ice Plus Caffeine. I think that's the name of the product. It's quite a mouthful. I don't know if it's called ice caffeine or what, but sparkling water with flavor and caffeine. This one is orange passion fruit, zero sugar, um, and caffeine from uh, caffeine and colors from natural sources. There's antioxidants and vitamins in here. The antioxidants are... Um, vitamin A, and then there's 70 milligrams of caffeine per can. We'll get into that right away, but first let's say hi to everyone listening on the audio-only version on the podcast. Welcome to you guys. Hopefully you're having a good run out there today. It's not that windy here in Chicago, so really it was one of those days where I was like, if I wasn't a little bit tired today, today would have been a good day for to, to move my workout to, because it's been really windy here in Chicago lately, so hopefully I didn't burn a day, but I did have a really good run out there. Just really, really nice weather, enjoying the sunshine. And hopefully you guys are too. Everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you're sitting back for happy hour and enjoying something a little bit more exciting than caffeinated sparkling water. But we'll uh, get into this and I'll say cheers to you guys. And cheers to everyone. Tastes like orange and, I mean, just tastes like orange and mango to me. Uh, If they called it orange mango or citrus mango, I would have been like, or even if they just called it mango, I would have been fine. But this is good. I like this flavor a lot. It's pretty bubbly. It could be bubblier. I always think it could be bubblier or more bubbly, but it's really good, guys. Uh, all right, let's see who we got here in the chat. We got um, Runner Will says, man, I wish I could join, but too many meetings. Enjoy, everyone. All right, well, hopefully you get to those meetings okay today. Brandon Palmer says, co-fan, what's going on? Good to see you, Brandon. Eliza says, great video on the Vanished Carbons. Really nice to hear they felt good. Yeah, I... I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be really right about that shoe where everyone says, uh, well, I think it's going to be the under, most underrated shoe of the year. Um, some of the people in the comments have been really excited about it. Other people are like, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of money. And I'm like, uh, the name of the video is this is the most underrated shoe this year. So before people say it's not worth the money, maybe they should try it. That's kind of like my ultimate <laughs> point. But I am getting a lot of good support from some of you guys, so I appreciate that very much. Inna says, hi, Kofuzi and everyone. What's going on in this? Sean says, hey, everyone ran seven on the trails this morning. Not too shabby. It sounds really nice. Brandon said he did four, but I'm not acclimating to the heat well. Yeah, I think a lot of people are having a hard time with that this year, it seems. I've been seeing a lot of, like, just uh, the, the sentiment out in the zeitgeist, I guess. People are having a hard time with the heat. That's tasty. It's a very strong, like, juicy flavor to it, which is nice. You know, sometimes with the sparkling waters, the, there's fruit, fruit flavor. Like, there's the can is a bright color. The name is really enticing. And then you get it, and it's like, this flavor is a little bit soft. This flavor is nice and bold. It's good. JC says, hey, Kofuzi, it's probably going to be a short visit for me today. That's okay. And, uh... Adam says, uh, up, it feels really good here. 
She says, try pausing a few seconds after you start the stream before starting to talk. You know, I've tried that before. I know. I, I, some of you guys have been mentioning that it's like it starts mid sentence. Um, but it's like I get a notification that says we're live. And so, like, I think it'd be weird if I just kind of like stared at you guys for a couple seconds first. So I'll, I'll go back and look at the, the live stream today, see where it picks up from. And then I'll try to like put in a buffer accordingly. I'll try to like game the system a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. Well, thanks, thanks for the tip, Adam. We're always working on making it better. Um, Jody Beck says, good day, everyone. What's going on, Jody? And Tracy Smith says, hi, all. Just perfect running today in Chicago. It sure was nice out there, wasn't it? Um, all right. Let me scroll down a little bit. Uh, I'll do that because the chat thing on my side of my screen just jumped down. So... Um, all right. Andrew says, what's going on, Andrew? Says, just starting up, just starting to up mileage and adding in a touch of incentive. Seven miles, including three times one mile at target marathon pace. Feels good to get going again. Ah, that sounds fun. There you go. That's a nice, that's a nice incentive. See, I was thinking about it a lot today because I was out there running my easy pace, running like 930s, you know, and, um, a lot of people out there were passing me, but it also didn't look like they were on easy runs. You know, and I'm not bragging or anything, but I'm just saying like, I don't know what they were doing. Maybe there was a workout day for them. You know, the way they were going a little bit faster, maybe just an up-tempo day. But I was like, a lot of people seem to be running really fast right now. And I'm like, uh, maybe they should run slower and relax a little bit. And I was thinking, well, you know, if you're only getting to run three times a week or two times a week, I'm sure, you know, that's okay. That's fine. I don't think it's going to be a big problem um, if you're running a little bit too fast on your easy runs overall. But um, I was thinking, like, you know, a lot of people dread running, uh, probably because it's just uncomfortable for the entire time. And so I'm like, if that's the case for you, people should slow down their running. Slow down enough of the running and do enough of it until your body is itching to go fast. And then, like, running hard is a reward. You know, I, just, I always look forward to workout days because it's like, ah, oh, I did a bunch of the, no, maybe not always. But I tend to look forward to workout days because it's like, all right, we've been doing a lot of good base building, and now it's time to let it rip, you know. So I love, I love that mentality. All right. Uh, Jody Beck says, was looking to get the Sky Plus for my half marathon, marathon double, but still not released. What other shoe would you recommend? No chance of getting the original Sky in Australia. Ooh, if there isn't Sky, if there isn't Sky Plus, I'd look at Adios Pro 2. I would look at the RC Elite 2. Those are some that I would look at off the top of my head. Of course, there's always like Next Percent and Alpha Flies, which are usually pretty good options as well. Um, and that's probably going to be the most available of the shoes. But uh, those are some other ones that I would look at. Matt Meyer says, ran six this morning and can't w wait to run the Endorphin Pro 2s that were delivered this afternoon. Nice, nice. Isn't that kind of annoying, though, when the shoes come in the afternoon? It's like, I know how else are you going to do it, but it's like, It'd be nice if the shoes could somehow come in the morning, right? Because then it's like, oh, I just ran already today. Now I got to wait all the way another day, you know. So, <laughs> um, All right, we saw something from 
Leona, where'd it go? Mm. Andrew said, LOL, at, incent at incentive, it this should have been intensity. Oh, that's funny. Um, I st I st in intensity makes sense in your original comment too, but I like using speed as an incentive, a reward for all the other work you do. It works both ways. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold says, hey, Cole, sign up for CIM, aiming for sub three after following your journey. Looking forward to seeing you there. Awesome. Very cool. Um, yeah, I just, I got to make sure I actually get the bib. Um, so I got to remember to do that. But yeah, I'm thinking that I'm going to do the same. I'll make another video about my later marathons coming up this year. But it's going to basically be Chicago. I'll be going to New York. Um, and then December, I'll be at TRE in Austin again. And then I think it's in Austin again. I think it's always in Austin. TRE in Austin. And then for the week and then that weekend at CIM. And then I got some surprises in there too for you guys that I'm working on as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll be there. I think it's just like a fun way to kind of like, for me to end the year. And then I'm like, I'm probably gonna go to Houston this year. I don't know that I'll run. I probably won't run. Maybe I'll run the half. But like, I just had so much FOMO last year. I was like, man, I really should have been at Houston. Plus there was like, records were set. So it's like, oh, man, that's a day that I should have been there. So maybe I'll try to get credentials for Houston. See if I can get towards the finish line and get some some footage that way. Uh, Mandy Paria LeBlanc says, hi, all. I hope everyone is having a great day and week. Hot and humid five in Louisiana this morning. All right, great job. I imagine in Louisiana, you're probably already heat acclimated, not like the rest of us who are having a hard time getting used to humidity. I didn't have a chance to watch it yet, but uh, I think the latest uh, Alio video was about like tempo runs are hard and humidity is harder. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, all right. Dub, Rob DeGenero says, dumb calf strains. I need to get back out running. Have you had calf or muscle issues at all? I don't usually get calf issues, but if I ramp up intensity too quick, um, I, my Achilles will get a little bit, uh, like twitchy. It'll just start to feel like it's, um, not like it's torn or anything, but it'll just, I'll feel a, a pain in the Achilles tendon. And so that would usually happen to me every like outdoor season in high school, because of course I didn't do enough base building during cross country season and indoor. And so I'd get to outdoor season and then I'd be like, Oh, suppose I need to start getting in shape. And then all of a sudden I'd be hitting all these track workouts real fast. And so like that would just mess up my ankle and slash Achilles all the time. So that's kind of what it was for me. And it was a matter of backing off the intensity. I didn't have to completely stop what I was doing. Um, and then letting my body catch up to the workouts. But I don't know if that's the same thing that you're dealing with in terms of your calf or muscle strain. Hopefully it's got something to re resolve quickly. Um, all right, Leona, here's the comment I was looking for. Says, uh, hi, CoFam. Your summer calendar looks like it'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be super, super busy. Um, but I am really looking forward to it. One of the things I want to try to do today, or maybe tomorrow with the latest, is start reaching out to people when I'm for like, try to figure out what I'm going to do for those couple of days where I'm kind of like, I have extra time in Denver. I think I'm going to rent a car so I can get around a little bit better. 
um, and uh, try to meet up some people in Denver slash Boulder. So that's something that I think is going to be really exciting. The rest of the calendar is like pretty tightly scheduled and I don't have too much control over it, um, but it'll be kind of fun. Um, well, it won't be kind of fun. It'll be fun like to not have that control and just be like, all right, where am I going next kind of thing. So I think that'll be interesting. Um, but the Denver part, you know, I've got like two, two and a half days. So I'm thinking lots of pizza, hopefully lots of ice cream too. Um, a lot of sucking wind at altitude. I'm just not going to be ready there. I just don't have any way of getting ready for that. So, I mean, I guess it'll be really nice and humid here in Chicago. So like, I just, maybe I'll just try to see if humidity really is a poor man's altitude. Uh, I don't think that quite, that's quite what people mean when they say that, but it'll, it'll be a lot of, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I think Eugene, uh, which will be like the culmination of the summer. I mean, I'll be doing Falmouth again too. And that's really going to be more of the culmination of the summer. But like, as far as kind of like the uplift tour and the work that I'm doing with ASICs, like, um, it's going to all be coming, culminating in Eugene. Like believe when the run's going to be out there. I, th I hope I didn't spoil a surprise. They're going to be out there. Lots of other people are going to be out there too. Um, so like, it'll be like a big reunion in a lot of ways. Plus meeting a lot of new people and then like global athletes, which is just like a, really a weird mix of people. I know like Sidious Mag is going to have like a Sidious Mag house. So I'm going to try and crash that party a little bit and just see what's going on over there. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm imagining it's there. They'll, we'll find out about other, I'm hoping that other brands are also going to do something similar. So like Eugene, the town of Eugene becomes kind of like, that one street in Boston where like every brand had a pop-up. Like I'm really hoping for some sort of um, atmosphere like that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Martha says, well, ASICs have the edge plus or only the sky plus in that van. You know, I'm not sure. I, I don't, I know, I know that they'll have the capability for like shoe try-ons and I want to say in discussions before I heard them talk about having, having one of those heat presses so they could customize shirts and apparel and stuff. Um, and I did ask if I could ride in it. I didn't ask if I could drive it, but they were like, you can't drive it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's fine. I wasn't going to ask. Um, but I'm, I'm not allowed to ride it. I think it's insurance reasons. But um, I don't know what exactly. I don't know if like it'll change up depending on where they are or exactly how that's going to work. So I did see some a handful of photos from Thomas's um, Strava yesterday um, from from the the event in New York at the Fleet Feet up there. And it looked like they had a bunch of something. I don't know if it was Sky Plus or Edge Plus. I'm guessing it was Sky Plus because a bunch of people had them on. I was like, that's really cool. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Mm. Jody Beck says, what's the main difference between the Edge and Sky part from the stack height? It's a good question. That's going to be a video coming up. Um, probably Sunday, Sunday or Monday. Um, but I mean, it really, for me, I mean, the, the ASICs line is one is for cadence runners, one is for stride runners. And then I'll have to do that whole conversation in the video. But like, for me, it's like, do you like shoes that are, um, a little bit more firm and rockered as far as your race shoes go? And I am realizing that I don't love that. Um, and so uh, a lot of it just comes down to preference, even though it's the same FF turbo foam, even though it's the same, uh, it's a really tall stack height, 
about as hollow of a stack height as the ver first sky. It just feels so different the way that like the shoe is set up. And I didn't, you know, it makes a big difference. I knew it made a difference, but I just didn't think it could make it feel like almost a completely different shoe. And so, you know, that's a lot of, I think, you know, it's the hardest thing about it is that like, really it's going to come down to like, you, you're going to, you should try them on at a place where you can get on a treadmill and see if you like them. I just don't know that like enough retail is going to be able to carry enough of both of those shoes that they're going to be able to do that for a lot of people, you know? So yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure like what's the best way to like really convey it. I mean, I'm going to tell people about it in my video coming up. Uh, I have a hard time talking about it too. Cause I could just, I mean, like, I feel it, you know? So I'm like struggling for the right vocabulary, but um, you know, some people are definitely going to prefer the edge plus, but I think it's going to be a minority of people. So if you're not sure, I think probably try the sky plus. Um, my understanding though, is this year, for the edge last year i don't think they like distributed it as widely in north america i think europe asia got it more than north america did i think that they're going to try for a wider distribution this year because there is a lot more stack and i think it's going to be more palatable for more people so we'll we'll see what it how it turns out in terms of like public reception of it but like you know i've been kind of hinting in some of my socials is that like i've run like four or five times in that shoe now marathon pace strides uh, mile pace you know 5k pace threshold and i just don't like it at marathon pace so i like it at faster paces threshold it's a pretty good threshold shoe i love it at 5k pace so like it's a great workout shoe um but like i think yeah it's just it's definitely the geometry of the shoe that really sets it apart and that is what's disagreeing with me um, yeah, New Betra says that there's more drop on the edge too. Yeah, there is quite a bit of drop and there's a very prominent rocker. So like, those are the two main things that you'll feel right away. Sean says, do any other brands do something similar to the ASIC store? Seems like a super smart idea. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it before. Um, well, I'm trying to think of the last time I saw something like it was um heartbreak run company did something with nike where they outfitted a van i think it's a westphalia van what company is that does volkswagen make those um but they outfitted one of those and they drove it i don't know if they drove it across the country or what but there was like there was like a three or four video mini series that heartbreak put out and i feel like it was such a great idea and it just needed a little something extra to like really push it over the top. Um, not that it needed to be sensational, but it like needed something else in it. It was just missing something a little bit. But like the, you know, what I love about it is it gives that like kind of like endless summer. I guess if you guys have ever seen that movie, like kind of vibe to it, um, which is something that you see in a lot of like skate videos where they'll just take like a team and drop them off in like a, in a couple of different locations and follow them around for like a, a, like a mini tour. And not so much a tour in terms of like, there's like events, but like we're gonna go hit these different surf spots or these different skate spots. Um, you know, and it kinda, so it like had that kind of vibe to it. So I really love the idea. 
I feel like um, the the videos didn't quite capture it quite right, the full potential of what it could have been. Um, but that's the last one that I saw of those. And so that was like a heartbreak slash Nike kind of project. And I, I'm not sure I've seen a lot of other things like that, though, besides that, now that I'm thinking about it, um, I've seen it a lot in like the skate and surf space, um, which is where I draw a lot of my kind of like, uh, I guess, running inspiration from. Uh, not that I spend a ton of time, but like I spend a little bit of time, I guess. Mm, not enough that I like follow, I could say that I follow those sports, but I just love watching the videos. All right, and it says, I'm having a rest day today. We had a really good mountain bike ride last night and it went on quite late. So rest day seems like a good idea. Yeah, you know what, today I went from thinking I should take a full rest day to I should just bike today to <laughs> running nine miles today. And I felt great. I think I would have felt fine doing any one of those three. I feel like it would have been no wrong answers today. It was a good day. Um, and Martha says, you know, I may end up preferring the Metaspeed Sky in the end, but since I seem to be the epitome of the cadence runner, I have to at least try the edge. Yeah, I be. I think it's worth trying. If you got the chance to try it, I'd say try it. Um, because I think that with the taller stack, it makes it more accessible for people. I, I didn't try the original one. As far as I know, like Ben Johnson's the only person that I know that's tried it. Um, I haven't had a real in-depth conversation with him about it though. Um, but you know, he um, he seemed to really enjoy it. But I'm just like, he's such a good good runner. I. I, I'm, I'm struggling to think of a time where he's told me about a shoe he didn't like. I don't know. Maybe if he doesn't like it, he just doesn't run in it, so you don't see it. So I don't know. Mm. All right. Oh, I almost forgot. Let's get to this. Got a package in the mail. You guys probably can tell what it is just from this basic stripe, which I mean, if you can recognize what this package is from this stripe. And I saw someone else on TikTok opening a package like this yesterday, and I was like, oh, I know what that is. Um, that's solid branding. So whoever, I mean, not that any of us doubted that Tracksmith is, has good branding, but that's what this package is. Let's get it open Let's see what it is. I can't remember. Now I've been talking to them about them sending me some stuff and now I can't remember what it was. But the other person was Dana Giordano and she's got some track meets coming up and they sent her a race kit. So I'm gonna, you know, bet that I don't have like a woman's race kit in here, but <laughs> let's see what we got. All right, we've got uh, the nice envelope that Tracksmith always has for their stuff. And all that is in here is like the shipping. Yeah, it's like just like the, just the receipt. Oh, oh, this is nice. Also got another sticker. I have so many of these. You know, the <laughs> the baby takes all these stickers and she puts them on all her dollhouses. So like our Peppa Pig dollhouse is a tracksmith house. All right. Here, let's open this one first. Very excited for this one. Um, oh man, I could have really used this like two weeks ago here in Chicago because it was just raining every single day and like it was still chilly. So this will be interesting. It is the rain jacket 
from Tracksmith. There you go. Very thin. It's got, it's like made out of a ripstop material. I don't know if you could see that. Yeah, so it's like ripstop, super thin. And it doesn't have a sewn Tracksmith bunny on the sleeve. It has a, um, just like a heat pressed, I think. Gold. And then it's got a little bit of venting in the back. Let some of that heat out, which is something you definitely need when you got the raincoat on. It does have some small pockets on the side right next to the uh, tracksmith patch, right? So we got that as well, which is nice because I don't run with stuff in the pockets, but like a lot of times, like as I'm getting ready to head out the house, you know, I just need to put something in a pocket for a second. Um, there's only one pocket though. It's only on the one side and uh, it goes backwards, not forward. It goes back. So I'm guessing this will be good for keys Anything else that's really light that you want to be able to access. Oh, oh, you know what though? I think this is packable. I think this stuffs into this zipper pocket too. So that way you can turn this whole thing into a, a little, yeah, here we go. See, I'm stuffing it into a ball. And then, yep, there's a two-sided zipper. And then here we go. I don't know if you're able to run with it like that, but here, you got it like this. So now you got a nice packable rain jacket from Tracksmith. Nice, and you can also use it as a pocket. All right, cool. And, and also is vented on the front side too, which I think is nice. Because a lot of times I end up not wearing a rain jacket because I'm just like, it's gonna get clammy gonna get too hot this is let me check is this a full zip yeah it's a full zip and it does have um, venting on the front side as well so you can get in there it's like a minty green color right it is a bit see-through so I imagine when it gets wet it'll be like kind of see-through um, I have a I have a what is it I have the the rabbit rain jacket that's like similar color i think that one's maybe a little bit more white but it's a similar thing where it's like kind of translucent all right and the other thing that they sent i've never heard of this before but these are rain shorts so it's the same short material it's the, it's the same material same color just in a split short but then it's a split short with a long liner so i feel like a lot of the two-in-ones that are coming out these days, they're coming out so that way the part underneath, the liner part, is a lot longer than the short, which just reminds me of the way that we all, like not all, but a lot of people wore um, spandex in the 90s. No one ever wanted to wear just the bike shorts because like we, it was like a trope. It was something that we all made fun of. Do you guys remember that? So no one wore just the bike shorts because then you were like that weird biker guy. And then, but like, it was okay to have those if you had like basketball shorts on top or running shorts on top. And I feel like that's making a comeback. But it's interesting. Oh, there's a big pocket in the back here. A pretty big one on the inner part of the band. So I guess that's how they're gonna make sure things don't fall out. So it looks like just one big pocket in the back. There we go. 
I wonder if the liner. And does the, wait, I'm trying to think, does the liner have pockets too? Because sometimes the liners have like those side pockets. I don't think it does. Yeah. This liner seems like it's uh, a little bit thicker though. I don't know if that's gonna mean if it's more compressive or if it's just gonna make it hot, I'm not sure. But here are the shorts. So thanks to Tracksmith, I'll have to check that out. Mm, all right. All right, sorry about that. I just went off on a little bit of a tangent there. <laughs> Brendan says, yum, a minty. Now I want a peppermint Oreo bars. <laughs> nice. Stevie 76 says, you could use it as an airport pillow. That's awesome. I just saw something. There was a comedian on TikTok who was um, uh, pretending she was at the airport using a breastfeeding pillow as like one of those neck pillows. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought that was really funny. Yeah, Sean says, it's weird because it's not waterproof, though. It's just repellent, I think. Yeah, I think it's one. Of, I, I don't think it's going to be waterproof. I just think that, I mean, unless it's Gore-Tex, like the waterproof gets so hot, you know? So I, I, I don't know. I think it's going to perform from the feel of it. It feels a little bit like more papery, if that's the right word, than um, the rabbit rain jacket. Have you guys seen that one? Um, it's got like the offset zipper, like a diagonal zipper almost. And it's like a, like a frosty white color. That one, it's not very thick. That one has no pockets. Um, it does have a hood though. And it's like, just like a thin little layer to keep a little bit of the rain off the sleeves basically, you know? Martha says, for the stickers, she has so many stickers on the suitcase. Tracks with Rabbit, Rabbit Rabbits, 26.2, Boston Unicorn. I travel branded as a serious runner. People are going to know. People are going to know. That's so funny. I feel like that should be a serious runner skit. Like, you got to let people know that you're a runner at all times. Mm. All right, Adam says, you don't need rain jackets in Colorado. The rain and snow here is dry. That's what I hear. Um, I'm not really sure how to pack for when I go to Denver. I don't know if you guys saw, like I, I saw a picture of Ben Rosario and um, two other people. He took like a selfie with two other people. And they were sitting in the stands uh, at, at Boulder Boulder. Was that the, is that the CU Boulder? The CU like stadium. So he's sitting at the stands watching the race. And like it's a, it's May whatever twenty eighth was it the day of the Boulder Boulder, so it's like summertime, but like, Coach Ben is in like khaki pants, and like a thicker hoka, quarter zip, and then the next person in the picture, is in like long shorts and then a regular like quarter zip, and then the third person is in split shorts and a quarter zip, and I'm just like, what is going on here? It's a pretty big range of apparel for three people sitting next to each other in a stadium. So I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to like, I feel like dressing for Colorado is going to be like dressing for the spring here in Chicago. Just prepare for all four seasons layer. Mm. 
And Lou Klein says that that rain short would have been handy at Brooklyn a few weekends ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like the the liner on the inside's a little bit long, which I suppose if it is rainy, if it's a chilly rain, the extra long uh, liner will be good. But if it's it's like a warmer rain, I mean, if it's warm rain, you don't need a rain layer; just get wet, you know. But so I guess the liner is a good choice. But in Brooklyn, it was just so it was so humid, so like thick and soupy of air. I suppose a rain layer would have been good. Could have worked. Sean says, if those shorts get wet, it's not safe for work, though. Um, yeah, but, like, there's the liner is, like, the, I maybe that's why the liner is so thick. It's, like, this kind of, like, is this blue? It's, like, a light blue color. And so that the liner is very thick. You could, like, this is this color. So you're not going to see through that, I don't think. You know, I think this is the first pair of shorts that I have from Tracksmith with this new pocket mechanism because all the other tracksmith pants that i had the pockets are on the outside of the short these are on the inside of the band and yesterday i was watching i think it was an instagram reel from megan featherston and she was like here's how like you know people want to know how do you carry your gels right and so then she like pulled like the waistband of her pants back and like started putting gels in there and i'm like wait where are you putting those gels i'm like are you putting your gels just like inside your pants liner like, that's not going to stay there. I was like, what is she doing? I was like, I didn't know. Now it makes sense. There's the, they, they, they changed the pocket. Or maybe it's always been that way for the split short. But, like, for the tights, the pockets are on the outside. So it's like, yeah. Terry says that a split short with a long liner is super comfortable. Don't leave home without them. See, if, if you're going to go with a long liner and a split short, I'd rather just run in half tights. Right? But maybe the thing is, if you do a long liner, the long liner can be thinner of a material than you could use for half tights. Half tights kind of have to be a little bit thicker. So I could see it. I was just looking at an old video. Um, oh, when I made the Ultra Vanish Carbon video, I looked at an old clip of me running in uh, the Vaporfly Next Percents. And I was running in a pair of like long liner split shorts from Nike. I remember those were really comfortable, but they're always so billowy. I just feel like, um, I feel like I'm a, a fancy kite, you know, like there's regular kites that are triangles. And then like, if you buy like a, an expensive kite, it's just got like things that like wind catchers and all sorts of stuff. I just feel like I'm billowing like that, like a jellyfish in the sky kind of thing. Um, but they are comfy. I'll agree with you on that. But and, and is also is worried about the shorts going see-through in the rain. I, I think the first Chicago marathon I watched, there was, I don't know, was it that? Or maybe it was Baltimore, the first marathon I ever ran, where there was definitely a woman that had a really rough day in white shirt shorts. She had white top and um, white shorts, and she did not have a great day. Um, and it was just like, oh, why would anyone wear white, you know? Um, Jody Beck says, have you decided when you'll be running your 100K? I haven't. I haven't yet. i got to figure that out. There is a 100K that Scotty Coomer, 10 Jack Miles, runs, but it's the same weekend as the USATF Masters cha Track Championships. So uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be the one. You know, i got to figure it out. 
And Petra says, I just got some Nike Flex stri Stride two in ones, and there's a liner, and the liner is just like that. I think, yeah, I think that's like the sh might have been the short that I ran into, or similar one. Um, I have a couple of different pairs. I mean, there's a John G short that I just ran in today that has like the longer liner and it has their five inch uh, inseam. And it's just, it is nice. Andrew says, I just started using half tights about two weeks ago. Don't understand why I didn't buy some much earlier. Picked up the Rabbit 8-inch Speedsters and the John Jay 8-inch Groundworks. Both are fantastic. Those are like my two favorite half tights because um, they are great half tights and they have lots of pockets. So it's just really good. Tracy Smith, there's a guy in our neighborhood that runs every day in a very short kilt and no shirt. You guys have nothing to be shy about. <laughs> That's funny. Really, really funny. Love it. <laughs> Shannon says, uh, she's quoting me, I feel fan like a fancy kite, a jellyfish in the sky, not a regular kite. <laughs> I love Cole's descriptions. He nailed the ultra vanish description of what running in it feels like. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I think that's my job is to describe feelings, right? So I, I, I got, I got to find ways to keep it fresh, but also, you know, appropriately accurate, you know? So thanks. I feel like that means I'm doing a good job. Adam says, you got to find some Magnum PI jorts. You know, who was it that made the um, split shorts that look like jeans? Was it Chicken Legs that did that? There was that. Like, I'm surprised for the Blue Jean Mild, I haven't seen more of those getting rocked. What's funny is those split shorts that look like jeans, I don't very often see people running in them, but I see people hanging out at running events in them, like watching a marathon, like spectators will be wearing those. So, I mean, like, if you're spectating, you could just wear jorts, you know, but I don't know. Lou Klein says, half tights, like capris? No, half tights go a little bit shorter. So, like, the longest ones that I've ever run in are nine inches. Um, the groundwork and the John G groundwork and the rabbit speedsters are eight inches. Um, my favorite Roadrunner Sports one are seven inches. That's a good length. For women, they tend to be five inches. Um, and so it's kind of like compression shorts, but they're built to be, you know, worn without shorts on top. Um, and yeah, it's like kind of like bike shorts, but without the pad on the butt. And I just really love running them. If it's a super, super hot race, then like they do tend to collect a little bit more moisture and I'd rather be in like a split short. Um, but the nice thing about half tights is they usually have enough material that they can also carry a marathon's worth of gels. Mm. Adam says, I can't find any info of the ASIC store online. Which store and time on June 29th? Um, I, I <laughs> you know what's funny is I made that video. I just finished like scheduling everything, finalizing all the schedule with ASICs like earlier that day when I filmed it. And I remembered to get the name of the place in Columbus. And then I did get the name of the place in Denver, and then I forgot. But it's going to be June 29th, I think like 5.30 or 6 o'clock. I think 6 o'clock. I think Columbus is 5.30, and I think Denver is 6. But let me double-check on that for you, Adam, because I should know that. And then I'm going to start posting out stuff. I'll post it like in posts on YouTube um, and then on Twitter and then the Strava run group. So that way everyone can, can know it there as we get closer. Um, I don't know, I suppose, like, 
maybe I should just make it a you maybe I make an Instagram post or an, and like a YouTube post with just like more details on all of the events or at least like the run club events. I'll do that. I'll do that. Shannon says, uh, also, I watched your 1080 version 11 versus Mach 4 video last night. And you described the Mach the same way I would. And so now that I, and so now I don't try to run tired with them. Oh, so now that I don't try to run tired with them, I enjoy them more. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, I think that, you know, there's always people that like you resonate with their kind of like preferences more. Like of the Believe in the Run crew, I think that I like shoes most like how Megan Murray likes shoes. And so, like, I know if Megan likes it, then I know I'm going to like it, too. You know? So I feel like, you know, you got to find the people that, like, kind of line up with your preferences. And it's not always definitive, but it's usually pretty spot on, you know? So I'm glad we're lining up, Shannon. We're on the same wavelength here. All right. IMF Fader says, noob question. Is there any, dis is there any advantage to run in liner-based shorts versus just shorts? Um, well, I mean, if you can do just shorts, like shorts without a liner in them, they're probably not running shorts unless they're like path project shorts. And um, even for path project shorts, you're still supposed to run in like running underwear. Like you wouldn't want to run in a five inch short with no liner and no underwear. I mean, you could, it'd be, you know, not safe for work kind of thing. Um, and it could be really uncomfortable depending on, you know, where exactly the seams hit you as you're running, you know, so it, it could, it could be bad. Um, also, you know, depending on your specific like anatomy, um, it might, the liner can help prevent chafing as well. So it's kind of like a protective layer in between two kind of like, you know, surfaces of skin that might otherwise cause friction. So that's kind of why the liner is good. Um, and the liner is usually thinner and constructed differently than your underwear would be. Although they do make very good running underwear. There's companies that make them. Path is great, but also Runderwear makes great stuff too. Um, but that stuff is kind of like the seams are placed in an area where like, all right, here's some, you know, they keep the high friction areas in mind a little bit more closely in that kind of product. So that's, those are some of the reasons. But I would say like, you know, for most um, people that are like starting out running and I'm a fader, you've been around here for a while, so I wouldn't consider you a noob. But like for a lot of people um, that are just like, I, you know, I want to get fit. I'm going to start running a couple of times a week. I wouldn't worry about like, I don't have running underwear. I don't have running shorts. You know, if you're looking to just get 30 minutes of activity, you're fine. You don't have to get it yet. Once you like start getting some chafing and you'll be like, Ooh, maybe it's time. You know, then you can worry about it. But in the beginning, don't let not having anything stop you from doing it. You know, just do it first and then you'll figure out your body will tell you what you need next. You know, so uh, I think there's a difference, but does everyone need them? Maybe not. Just kind of depends on where you are and what your body is telling you. All right, let's do one more and then uh, you can, uh, I got to get going for today. <laughs> Steve 76 says, I don't like shaving. It just rubs me the wrong way. I love it. Love it. 
Uh, and Sean says, I love the Under Armour compression shorts. Always wear them under shorts. Yeah, I mean, that's their wheelhouse, right? The compression materials, the underwear, not underwear, but also underwear. They make good underwear, but their undergarments, I mean, that's how they started. That's their um, bread and butter. So it is definitely very good. Like, if you want a compression top, compression long sleeve, compression tights, winter tights, like, they make real they they do make good stuff and they make really good cold weather gear too i think it gets underrated because their running shoes aren't so great but their 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 apparel is really good too all right i think that's going to be a pretty good place to leave it for today guys thanks everybody for tuning in tomorrow's video is going to be the adidas i got to figure out the name first Adidas Terex Agravic Trail Ultra, or some combination of those words. I got to 100 miles in that shoe. We'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, and then we'll do one more live stream for the week for Friday. Same time as today, 1 p.m. Central. Hopefully, I'll see you then. And tomorrow, I'll give a little bit of pause from once the thing goes live. It tells me it goes live because I have to wait before it goes live. I hit the button. Then I wait. It tells me I'm live. I'll wait another couple of seconds after that. I'll wait like five seconds. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it'll work out better next time. All right, guys. Um, so you'll have to tune in tomorrow to see if it works. All right. And until then, guys, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.